everybody welcome to this week's retro wrestling review it is your buddy and your pal ouch with a cough he's had for a week but regardless uh first show of the new year at least recording wise on a new pc it's fantastic mostly because it's actually quiet and there is no blinding blue light in front of it excuse me Ah, medical maladies, what fun. Today's show, ECW Russellpalooza 1998. Uh, Reading the card when I look up these shows, this one looks like they realized, hey, we have a pay-per-view schedule to keep up. Damn it. Like, you read the card through and it's nothing too impressive. It's kind of like when you sign up to do a project and you're the uh, volunteer to be the first to go and you're like wait a minute i gotta do what now trust me i know that from experience opening match the fbi of tracy smothers little guido and tommy rich going up against the bwo of blue meanie and nova very good opener with highly entertaining elements because you know blue meanie is mad over for some reason there's like a 10 second dance contest between Meanie and Smothers. The ref kind of dances. There are comedy spots with the ref slamming the FBI. It's a fine match. Although I'm going to take away points from the ECW fans a little bit. Because it's one of those things where I don't think they would have played along. Or at least I don't think they should have played along. It was really bizarre when like these hardcore fans enjoy the dancing fat guy. Maybe that's just me. Uh, BWO over. And because they changed the music, they do the YMCA afterwards, but you can't tell because... Oh, well. Uh, just Incredible versus Mikey Whipwreck. Now, now, they always say that the problem with the win streak gimmick is that once that character loses, that character is basically done with. I would also like to say that the loser gimmick is along the same lines. I mean, yes, Mikey Whipwreck was super over, but he was certainly super bland as well. Like, you know, he wears, you know, tie-dye band t-shirts. That's about it. Uh, Good match. They were coming in with Mikey on the injury angle, yet they never focused it on the match, so they still had a good match. A couple big spots, uh, just incredible over. For the ECW Tag Team titles, Lance Storm and Chris Candido going up against Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. Uh, Chris Candido is so tan, he's almost red. Mostly compared to the other three in the match. It's another, again, good match. Surprisingly enough, completely plunder-free. <coughs> oh, this show was a great idea. The match is completely plunder-free, Plus a very impressive Van Daminator, Van Daminator, practically, by Lance Storm, a springboard all the way across the ring. It's impressive no matter what. But uh, the champs retain, even though they hate each other. Oh well. Uh, the Junkyard Dog, Dirty Dick Slater, 
The Masked Superstar, and Bullet Bob Armstrong, all out for the Legends convention scene in The Wrestler. It's a quick hello, and that's about it. Uh, segment in between. Franchise, Shane Douglas is out. Arm is messed up. Palette is messed up. Cheek is messed up. So, he's a wreck, basically. Does his usual anti-WWE and WCW... <coughs> anti-WWE and WCW spiel. Tazzed out to interrupts. Puts on a quick arm triangle-esque move. Shane Douglas gets beat up from it. Bam Bam Bigelow out to brawl with Taz. Taz gets arrested and he's taken through the crowd and away from the show. Immediately into the next match, Bam Bam Bigelow versus New Jack. Another New Jack brawl with possibly the best weapon he's ever used. A big, like, 14-inch tall plastic Godzilla toy and he's smacked into Bigelow's crotch with a hockey stick. So they kind of brawl for a little bit. They go through the crowd. New Jack gets messed up for sure for something. He's real dazed or something. I don't know. Climbs up to the balcony. Hits a balcony guitar shot on Bigelow. It kind of works, I guess. But he's pretty messed up from that as well. Uh, they get back to the ring. The greetings from Asbury Park from Bigelow and Bigelow over. Surprisingly enough. You know, as much as New Jack was over, his win-loss record isn't the best in official matches, you know? The Dudley Boys versus Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Um, I never thought about it this way. But the thing that Tommy Dreamer matches have, while they do possibly all blend together sometimes, there is a little bit of innovation in each one. And there's a lot of drama to him. I never thought about it like this, but like Tommy Dreamer is more than just, you know, wrestling over, you know? He like they actually care about what happens to him and the other ECW cohorts, but you know, like they actually care more about Tommy Dreamer as a person than a wrestler. It's like the drama that and connection that they had for that. That's the really interesting part. Dreamer and Sandman over. Uh, brawl, hardcore with the Dudley boys and stuff like that. You would get the idea. Uh, World TV title match. RVD going up against Sabu. A time limit draw. It's an interesting choice. Um, Match-wise, just okay. It is very, very spotty. It is brutal, but it is very spotty. Like, it would be, you know, punch- Punch, drop kicked his knee. Punch, punch, chair toss at his head. Punch, punch, then table spot. Then punch, punch, drop kick knee. Punch, punch, thrown chair. Thrown chair. Another table spot. It, it was very ch- chunky, to say the least. And speaking of chunky, at one point, Sabu starts vomiting and they cut away. So, the buckets of blood that you guys spill on a somewhat showly basis, that's completely fine. But, uh, stomach acid, not so much, apparently. Interesting, interesting choice. <clears throat> and then finally, ECW Heavyweight Championship. 
Shane Douglas versus Al Snow. Uh, this match introduces a new, most annoying sound ever. The rubbing of styrofoam heads. Ugh. It's like, if VCR tracking had a sound. Like, just... That, that was not a good representation, but I only have one styrofoam head. Uh, the match is short, but not short enough to be thankful for it. Shane, you know, Shane Douglas is all kinds of messed up, including his arm, so the match is only very limited. So the locker room empties out, and they try to force this moment of sportsmanship and respect at the end, like, you know... The match is over. Shane Douglas over, by the way. Like, the match is over. They put them both on their shoulders and try to parade them around, and they shake hands and show that kind of stuff. But with the match that they had, it was really undeserved. Like, it was a little sloppy right near the end, so the finish wasn't great. Yeah, it was not... It was very undeserved of the "Where ECW" kind of stuff. So I don't know. Like beginning half of the show, pretty good. The last two kind of drag on. I mean, yes, even one was a time limit draw, so you're gonna have that. But I mean, yeah. Oh, um, overall, it's okay. Need to go out of your way to see it? Not really. It'll last before it, so. But that is the show. I apparently need more Mucinex. <coughs> okay. Follow me on the Twitter at Just Ouch, capital J U S T, capital A E W C H. Check out the Giant Media Ball, giantmediaball.com. I need more punchlines for that one. But check it out. Lots of shows. Apparently they're movie people. I don't know. That's just not me. And finally, go to the Facebook. Check us out there. Ouch's Retro Wrestling Review. Unless I shut it down because it's looking that way. Okay, that is the show. This is the Whir, Whir, Whir. I'm your buddy. Ow. See you next time. Goodbye.